0: This episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast is brought to you by Rich's Billiards. 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues. And speaking of the legend continues, for the first time, for the first time since Valentine's Day weekend, the Main Event Talk Podcast is officially back on every single platform that you're listening to right now. That means you're listening to it on Spotify. That means you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts. You're listening to it on Google Play or wherever it is you find your favorite podcast. And I know that there's a bunch of questions that a lot of people want to know. And the biggest question is where have you been? And why have you not put on any Main Event Talk episodes since Valentine's Day weekend? In due time, my friends, in due time, the Main Event will explain all and more. Now, I do have an announcement to make in regards to what's about to happen in the next few moments. You'll know what goes on and so much more. Now, as this episode is being released... This episode is happening on Austin 316 Day. Now, uh, well, it's uh, a bit crazy considering the fact that it is Austin 316 Day, and and it is on a Tuesday, and usually when an episode like this comes along, it usually comes on the weekend. And don't worry, we're still going to be scheduled to be doing the same old podcast, but this is going to be part of the announcement that I'm going to be talking about. So... In this episode, we are going to talk about what has happened to me within the past several weeks, ever since what happened that fateful night over on Valentine's Day weekend, when the main event got sick. You'll know about my condition, and you know about how I'm doing, and everything else like that. Does it have anything to do with COVID-19? You'll find out. Plus... The main event's going to be giving you an update on everything, including what happened at Vengeance Day, which we're going to talk about, the results, and who I felt when. Also, we're going to talk about WWE Elimination Chamber. We're going to get that out of the way. And then at the conclusion of this episode, we're going to talk about AEW's revolution. And believe me, I've got a lot I want to say about that. So... Now, since the main event is back, and since we're back in control of everything that goes on, I think it's only appropriate that the main event gets right back into the music groove, shall we? So, by popular demand, and I know you guys heard this on... Oh, and by the way, I've got some news in regards to Facebook. So I've got to get that story out of the way as well. And it's all related to AEW Revolution, which we will talk about. So by popular demand, obviously, we're going to get into the whole music thing right now. And I've got a lot of brand new technology to work with and everything. So don't be surprised if you hear this clearly and better in any way possible. And we're going to hear this clearly and better with a popular song that happened from the last episode that we talked about. Not Richard's Billiards, but we'll talk about that in just a moment i'm talking about the last one when we did nxt takeover vengeance day and we we began with this song it's a very popular song and i still like it to this day from shinedown here is attention attention That was Shine Down doing Attention, Attention. Uh, the main event wanted to do that song for quite a while and everything. Um, it's such a popular song with the main event and I just had to play it again in every way possible. I did it. Um On Valentine's Day weekend and I thought I'd go ahead and do it again. It was one of those songs that, you know, it just sticks in your mind and it's like that one song you just cannot get out of your head in every way possible. So, as always, if you want to get a chance to listen to some Shine Down, if you want to listen to some of their music and some of their videos, you can check it out over on YouTube. You can also check it out on Spotify, Pandora. You can also check it out on YouTube Music or YouTube Red is what it's called or wherever it is you find your favorite music. Okay, guys. It's time. It's been a long time, and I know that there's a lot of people that have questions, and uh, a lot of people want to know exactly uh, what has happened to me within the past few weeks. Now, to kind of give you what I originally was going to do, the main event was originally supposed to do an aftermath of the Vengeance Day pay-per-view, which is a NXT production. Now, Now, during this time around Valentine's Day weekend, just to let everybody know, I was over at Richard's Billiards. Now, my anniversary was on Sunday, February 14th, but I chose to do my anniversary on the 13th, which I appeared I showed up over there. And despite how cold it was and everything else like that, the main event still decided to show up. But however, the next day and the following day after that was not so good. Now, as you know, uh, Corpus and almost the rest of the entire uh, state of Texas was going through a deep freeze. And it was it was bad for everybody. It was even bad for me. Because, uh, and I wasn't, I was affected by it a little bit, but not a whole lot. Well, not, well, not, well, okay, let me correct that. I was affected by it, and it was a whole lot. So, to explain it, I was going to try and do an NXT TakeOver Aftermath. And I never had a chance to do it. Uh, Around that time, I was starting to feel sick. And I wasn't sure exactly why. And I was going through, uh, at first I thought I was going through some sort of anxiety. And what it was, was the fact that uh, I was feeling some pain through my stomach. And I'm not sure if it was the chicken wings I ate, or if it was the pizza that I ate, in every way possible. From Pizza Hut, by the way. But I was feeling bad. I was feeling extremely bad. Now, luckily, Monday um, on the 15th, uh, I was given a phone call uh, saying not to come into work, but to come in on Tuesday, which I felt much better about that because I thought, you know, screw it. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, stay home and do what I can. And uh, I stayed home. I tried to sleep and I knew my stomach was feeling bad. And I. It was one of those things where you knew that you had no choice but to let it out and pretty much you know where this is coming from. But just in case, and I don't want to gross out anybody, I started throwing up, okay? And it, it's not exactly a good thing when you try to do that, especially when, you know, when the deep freeze is happening. So I've been, you know, going through this stomach flu, I guess, for the past few days. I've been trying to... You know, I thought I got over it the next day, but then all of a sudden, I guess, right after I got over it the next day, I started eating chicken fajitas. Now, the stupid part of my head wanted chicken, okay, That, but Church's Chicken didn't want to let me in. Very long story on that. So I go ahead and buy me some chicken fajitas. I ate, well, I had two of them, I bought, I ate one, and then all of a sudden... I went through the whole pain and process all over again. So it was bad. It was bad for the past couple of days. So I ended up staying home um, for the past almost two weeks. And I was going to try and do a made event talk podcast, but I could not do it. I could not do it in my condition in any way possible. And I wasn't feeling too good. And I had no way of you know doing it. And then, just to kind of give you an idea, then came the Elimination Chamber, saw the event, saw the event while I was sick. Um, I was slowly trying to get my stomach to calm down. Uh, I had a friend of mine who gave me a couple of pills to uh, calm my my stomach down. Now, I know some people, I I know there's some people that, um, especially my good friend Homestar Runner, who... Uh, I know he knows about what I've been going through uh, for the past couple of weeks. And um, the first thing that came to his head was I had COVID-19. And and I'll be honest. I'll be honest completely. I didn't believe that. I didn't. And the reason why I said I didn't want to believe that is because, number one, there's no way in hell that I have COVID-19. Now, and once again. Let me let me state for the record here. It's not like I don't believe that I have COVID-19. It's the fact that it would be stupid to assume that if you get a stomach flu, you have COVID-19. If you get the flu, you have COVID-19. If you get AIDS, you have COVID-19. If you have a broken leg, you have COVID-19. If you've committed suicide, you have COVID-19. Here's the thing. Until there's an actual symptom, and I'm I'm saying this... Not out of anger, but out of maybe frustration, if you will. Unless somebody decides to tell me what the actual symptoms are. And I mean the actual symptoms. Give me a call and tell me what the fuck it is. In the meantime, don't assume it's COVID-19. I'm not pulling this out on Homestar. I'm not pulling this out on you. I'm pulling this out on all the people and all the idiots that believe that anything is COVID-19. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. It does exist. All right? My best friend went through it. He knows it. So I had to get tested, and that's exactly what I did. I had the confidence in the world to know that I didn't have it, and I know I did. So one week after the whole thing happened, went over, had myself checked out, went through, uh, told them my symptoms, told them what my problem was, and I also wanted... um, Uh, I told them that a lot of my friends were expressing concerns that I have COVID-19 and personally, and I even told the doctors, I felt that I really don't have it, but I want to go ahead and do the test to be sure that I don't have it. So what they did was just kind of give you a description. (coughs) The main event goes ahead, right? And goes through a, um, goes through this deal, right? Uh, where, uh, someone takes, um, the q-tip right and places it on uh inside my nose and and she even told me from the start from the get-go that it was uh going to be very uncomfortable <coughs> which it was so the main event went through a little bit of you know got the q-tip up both my noses right and it was extremely uncomfortable it was extremely bad from how all that went down so Uh, I waited for the results about maybe 20-30 minutes, Uh, so the doctor got back with me and uh, told me that I can uh, go back to work, and they just told me uh, what date would you like for it to be, and uh, I requested to return back to uh, work, I believe around March 1st, so I had been sick for over two weeks and trying to get myself right back into normal status, (coughs) So they gave me, they also gave me the results of my, of my, um, COVID-19 test. And they told me it was tested negative. So I was, uh, happy with the results, but also at the same time, (coughs) also at the same time, I knew that, um, I knew right away that I didn't have it in it. And I went ahead and told Hector about it, and I told everybody else about it. I even posted it on Facebook as well, you know, just to give everyone an idea of what's been happening. So I got it done. It was great. Um, I'd waited for the proper moment for uh, for me to finally get myself uh, right back where I need to be at, and I was. Now, I was slowly going through a very interesting process. And that interesting process was the fact that I haven't, uh, I've been trying to slowly get myself to eat again, right? So what did I do? Just to kind of give you an idea. I didn't want to go ahead and just go for the pizzas, go for the hamburgers, go for all the stuff. I needed to get right back into normal stasis. With my stomach feeling okay... And me not trying to throw up i 've been trying to you know eat eat something a little bit particular, a little bit bits and pieces of stuff, you know something small, so I went ahead and started eating some fruit uh, i was uh, it, it's you know pretty normal for me to eat fruit. I was drinking plenty of water. You know, try to slowly drink water the right way, and then I was also trying to drink some Gatorades as well. You know, just to kind of slowly get into the process. I wasn't ready to. I wasn't ready to go ahead and uh, drink any sodas of any kind until I started eating. You know, I still I started eating right until I started drinking right, and still you know until I get everything in capacity. So, once all that was happening, I was actually eating a water burger for the first time. My body was starting to get. Right into that hunger mode, right, and I wanted to eat myself a burger and I wanted to eat something small. I wanted to eat like a Mcdonald's, but there was no way for me to get there. so I went ahead and got myself a water burger instead. But what I did was I went ahead and cut my number one into four equal pieces. Now, instead of just eating the whole burger, I wanted to eat one piece at a time, just so my stomach can relax and recognize the food that i 'm eating right. <clears throat> And slowly, but surely, I'm getting right back into my mode you know i'm I'm you know eating better um I'm starting to get right back into from eating four quarters to eating two halves and everything else like that and um I had some chicken noodles, I ate those first, you know wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, was eating fruit, was eating crackers, was eating all sorts of stuff, and then I was getting into the hamburger thing, and then I was getting into the whole pizza thing, and then get into the chicken thing, and I was starting to get right into it. Now, my drinking process, I went from drinking waters first, then I started drinking Gatorades, and then I was slowly trying to get into the whole soda thing, so I wanted to get a Sprite instead of a Coke. I wanted something clear to make sure that I get the Thing now, the th- the thing is, it's so funny is that when you're drinking sodas, when you haven't drink sodas in a while, it starts to taste a bit funny in the beginning, but then when you slowly try to drink it, it starts getting back to normal, getting back to normal in so many ways, and um, I was feeling happy with that, very very happy with that, and the process was uh, very very cool, so I was getting into it, so. To make a long story short, and, and it's very, very long, guys, and I apologize, but I wanted to give everyone a reason to know what's going on. Uh, I started drinking everything from Gatorades to waters to sodas to uh, energy drinks, and I was getting right back into that whole process. And then um, I wasn't ready to drink a beer just yet until the time was right, <laughs> and that time would be last week. So I went ahead and uh watching the UFC Two fifty nine over at my house, and uh, went ahead and drank uh, drank a beer for the first time. Of course, it was a Michelol Ultra, so I drank that out of the way. And as soon as that was done, I was you know slowly getting back to normal. So everything is up and running again. I can start eating food again. I can start drinking you know beer and everything else like that as usual. So it's only a matter of time before the main event returns back to richest billiards now when that happens um no announcement has been made for that just yet but uh that will slowly come in uh when the time is right and at this point we're just going to leave it the way it is so first off uh i just want to go ahead and say thank you very much for everyone that has been concerned about me within the past few weeks and um and also thank you to everyone who has been wondering, you know, how I'm feeling and everything. I've had several messages from several friends of mine wondering if I'm feeling okay. Uh, I got back to work around March 1st, um, still doing good and everything. Um, got a few things done, including a brand new laptop, which I'm working on right now. And it's a, it's a very cool process to have, and it's something I've been wanting to get, by the way. <laughs> Mike Rod took very, very long to get back with me on a laptop computer, so I didn't want to wait any longer. I had a little bit of money left over. I chose a certain laptop computer and got it out of the way, and now it's in the possession of the main event where it belongs. Now that the main, um, well, once again, I just want to say thank you and thank you to all the listeners that are listening to this episode right now. And I know it's been a hectic, hectic time. Uh, But we are coming back on the Main Event Talk podcast. Uh, We're trying to do some new things around here. This is sort of a new thing that's happening with me right now, especially with um, everything that's been happening. And, of course, um, uh, one more thing before we get on to the next little thing that I need to work with. The whole thing with COVID-19. Now, I've been digging the whole news, obviously, and I've heard some stuff about possible possibility of everyone not wearing any more masks very soon. Here's my thing. Um, as I stated before, it's not like I don't believe that COVID-19 doesn't exist. It does. It does exist. But I also feel that I think people take things a little bit too seriously when any symptom that they think you have is what is what it's supposed to be, COVID-19. See, if I want to do some comparisons, if I had the same symptoms as my best friend and he had COVID-19, I probably would have had it too. But I think there's a difference between his body system and mine. There's two, there's two different ways to look at it two people can have the same symptoms as anything, but only one person will have COVID-19 and the other person will be fine. And it kind of shows you a whole lot. Now, I'm not saying that COVID-19 doesn't exist once again. I'm saying you have to understand what the real symptoms are, because there are no real symptoms. Everyone is assuming that it's COVID-19, but it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that you cannot take this shit seriously. It is for real. My best friend had it, Mick Foley had it The Rock had it Tom Hanks had it Chuck Billy from Testament had had it There are a list of many people that have had it There are some That have had it And have passed away And uh, one person I know has it But I don't want to mention him and if, and if there was a way for me to mention him He'd be here with me right now As a matter of fact He would be here with me and my brother Right now So to close this out guys here's the thing I say thank you thank you for listening to this episode thank you for all the good well wishes and everything and now it's time for the Main Event Talk Podcast to get back in business and back as only the way I can now a couple of announcements that I'm going to be making the first announcement that I will make later on but there's one announcement that i know that i've been holding back on for quite some time and now we're getting ready and it's going to happen around 4:20. i mentioned this tweet about a couple of days ago and now here is the reason why Now, to those of you that wonder what that is, that is the theme song from the 1987 movie uh, G.I. Joe, the movie. And believe it or not, the release date of this movie took place right back in 1987, around April 20th, which, as you can tell, is 420. The main event is going to review the G.I. Joe the movie for the first time and the release date will take place right around for 2021. So there's the reason for that. So ladies and gentlemen, to those of you that know the main event quite well, I am a huge fan of Transformers and you know that I've always done reviews of Transformers the movie. You can look back in one of my episodes, look for uh, eight. eight 21 and 20 and you'll be able to get a chance to listen to the reviews of Transformers the movie and so much more G.I. Joe the movie to me is one of the most underrated movies ever and the main event for the first time we'll be talking about that movie and so much more G.I. Joe the movie if you've never seen the movie if if you know what the cartoon is obviously because um, growing up as kids we we used to love watching the Transformers and we used to love watching G.I. Joe And even though Transformers the movie came out before G.I. Joe, a lot of fans felt that the movie, the G.I. Joe the movie should have came out first before Transformers because G.I. Joe was already established, way established before uh, Transformers. But I guess uh, it is what it is. So the main event will give you his review. And for 2021, the review of G.I. Joe the movie You'll get an opportunity to learn uh, about the movie and so much more. Several characters in there, including Cobra Commander, Duke, General Hawk, um, Destro, uh, Zemak, and Tomax, and many others in that in that particular nature, and including several new characters that are involved in it, from the likes of um, Lieutenant Falcon, uh, Jinx, Tunnel Rat, and a couple of new villains in there. The one is uh, Galobulus and Pythona and nemesis enforcer and others in that particular nature so be ready for that review guys it's going to happen right around 4 2021 gi joe the movie the main event cannot wait to check that out okay now let's get what we need to get out of the way and let's talk a little bit of pro wrestling (coughs) it's been a long long time since we've had an opportunity to talk wrestling so now we get a chance to talk it out right here right now so let's see if we can let's see I don't think we can uh, I'm going through my little laptop computer here just so I can get an idea of what we need to look for ah here we go so this is what I was looking for let's look for here we go that's what I was looking for Okay, so the main event's going to go ahead and give you a little review of everything that's been going on. A lot of stuff has been happening in professional wrestling within the past couple of weeks, and the main event has missed a whole lot. So let's get into this whole deal, shall we, if we can? Uh, let's see. Uh, Contacts. Um, let's see. Chronological order. Uh-huh, this is what it is. Yada, yada, yada okay the preliminary matches uh they don't exactly show huh is a lot different than what i thought what, ah here are the results right here okay just to give everyone an idea now this took this happened around valentine's day and there were several matches that took place uh some involving the finals for the uh the dusty classic uh dakota kai and raquel gonzalez they defeated the team of Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, and I I made the prediction that they would be the ones to win, and they did. A lot of a lot of biggest his, uh, history happening with this one, but we'll talk about that hopefully next week. We, uh, not next week, but uh, what we'll, we'll, <laughs> we're jumping ahead of ourselves here. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel I'm sorry Raquel Gonzalez uh, defeated Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart to win the first ever women's dusty Rhodes tag team classic finals and they get an opportunity at the WWE tag uh, WWE women's tag team titles. The um, Johnny Gargano defeated Kushida in a singles match for the NXT Championship so that means Johnny Gargano is still the North America champion not the, not the NXT champion. MSK, Nash Carter and Wes Lee defeated the grizzled young veterans of James Drake and Zach Gibson. They win the Men's Dusty Rhodes uh, Tag Team Classic, which means a future NXT Tag Team Championship match is in their future. The next matchup right here, Io Shirai defeated Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm in a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. And of course, Finn Balor defeated Pete Dunne for the uh, nxt championship still nxt champion finn balor and i know there's some people that want my reaction to um adam cole who turned on um who turned on not only finn balor but also turned on his uh nxt uh his undisputed era uh, I gotta say that was a huge surprise. Nobody expected that. I definitely was not expecting that in any way possible, and it was just so crazy. You know, I I, I still couldn't believe that it happened. Um, Adam Cole, I believe, is putting away um, the whole thing with the undisputed era, and we knew right away that uh, it was only a matter of time before. Adam Cole were to go on his own And uh, Kyle O'Reilly Was already having his own singles push And it seems that now We're going to see a future match Between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole Somewhere down the road Now when you'll find out about what that is And so much more And of course this means that the Undisputed Era Is officially done And then the funny thing is um, I wonder if I could put this up on the screen here Just give everyone an idea Of what's going on here Let me see if I can look for this because uh I think I could find it here somewhere if I can okay so this is this is what I was going to look for right here um uh the whole thing with Pat McAfee I wanted to get that out of the way because uh let's see there we go uh, okay, let me see if we can find what I'm looking for here, it's very, very strange that I can find something about this through this computer, it's very, very amazing, let's see if we can, uh, no, it's not exactly what I wanted, mm-hmm, no, that's not it, um, well, I was trying to, I was trying to find something here that involved, um, Pat McAfee, but I don't see it here, Cause he had some words to. Oh, here we go. This is this is what I was looking for. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can. Um, we're gonna get right to it in just a moment. That way you'll hear some comments from uh, Pat McAfee himself, and, um, <laughs> uh, and 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 to say that we didn't see it coming would be an understatement. Um, none of us were expecting that to happen, and um, boy, this was. Gotta admit, it was very very crazy. For that to happen, and so much more. OK OK, here we go. Here's the comments from uh, Pat McAfee involving what happened with Adam Cole when he betrayed Kyle O'Reilly and betrayed the members of the undisputed era.:
1: Hello, Internet wrestling community. It's your favorite wrestler of all time, Pat. You know, obviously, I am on my bird traveling to warmer lands, and you all are realizing what I've known all along. You were bamboozled, hoodwinked, tricked into believing that your savior, the man who was coming after me as the guy who was going to protect the wrestling community. Well, it turns out he was a scumbag all along, just like I said. In the internet wrestling community, I understand you're way too dumb to have realized that yourself. That's why you have me to tell you things you don't know. I will accept all apologies. Go ahead and tweet me. Hashtag Pat Was Right. Your hero has been and will continue to be an absolute bum. I will continue to be the greatest thing to ever happen to wrestling. Now, I have to go to a beach, some Mai Tais. Take care. Get some sun while you bum sit at home. I'll see you around. Hashtag Pat Was
0: You gotta love Pat McAfee. You really, really do. You know, I gotta tell you something. I mean, when Pat, I, you know, I knew right away that when Adam Cole did what he did and everything else like that, you knew right away that Pat McAfee was going to say something, and he pretty much did, and holy shit, that was beautiful. That was amazing. Gotta love the shit that has uh, been happening with... um Adam Cole uh, with uh, Pat McAfee and everything. Love Pat McAfee. I wish he was back at NXT for the love of fucking God. Bring him back, please. Bring him back. <laughs> okay, so anyways, let me um, look into this real quick. Why, why the fuck? Oh, my God. I was trying to look for something here. Uh, all right. There we go. All right. <coughs> so we got the NXT TakeOver part anyway. Oh, and I got some huge news in regards to uh, the next TakeOver event. Uh, believe it or not, takeover is going to be having something called, uh, I think it's called stand and deliver and believe it or not. And this is huge. And I am, um, it's huge, but I don't exactly agree with it. Uh, we'll get into more details about it in the next episode. So takeover for the first time around WrestleMania weekend is going to be not one, but a two night event. So. I'm very curious of how that's going to work, um, how is this all going to work, and who's going to be involved, you know, it is it, it, it is a bunch of things that I'm not understanding, and I, I, I don't know where all this is coming from, but unless someone gives me some sort of an idea of what the hell's going on, then, uh, you know, we'll get into detail about it when the time is right, so <clears throat> let's see now. We go from all this, uh, let's talk about, let's get into this one, and I think we mentioned this a little bit earlier, let's talk about, here we go, we went from talking about NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day to talking about something else that made me sick, and I was sitting at home and I was watching all this, so let's go ahead and get this out of the way if you don't mind, Uh, let's look into this. Okay, here are the results. This is WWE's elimination chamber. You had several matches that took place over here. <clears throat> we start off with an opener over here. Uh John Morrison defeated Elias Mustafa Ali and Ricochet in a Fatal 4-Way match. Winner joined uh joins the United States Championship match in the card later on. Okay, the next matchup is the Elimination Chamber match uh, for the uh, the first Elimination Chamber match from SmackDown. Daniel Bryan defeated Cesaro, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, uh, King Corbin, and Sami Zayn. And, of course, Daniel Bryan gets an opportunity to go after Roman Reigns. And then Roman Reigns had beat him by submission. Roman Reigns is still the champion. We got that out of the way. So, the next matchup would be for the United States Championship in a triple threat matchup. We talked about John Morrison being a part of the matchup. He replaced Keith Lee. Uh, no details as to what's happening with Keith Lee. So, you had uh, Riddle defeated Bobby Lashley and, and John Morrison. And I'm glad that Riddle won the match and everything else like that. That's pretty good. And... Uh, there's going to be a little bit of more story involving Mr. Bobby Lashley, which we will talk about in just a moment. Another matchup for the tag team titles for the women's tag team titles Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeated the team of Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks now as you know and most of you guys probably already know about it but it is official and it's going to happen at Wrestlemania Bianca Belair is going to go one-on-one against Sasha Banks for the Smackdown Women's Championship that's going to take place at Wrestlemania more details on that as we discuss the next matchup is for the uh, is the next elimination chamber match for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre defeated AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, and Sheamus. And um, I don't think it was a surprise to anybody that Drew McIntyre won. However, and I know there's a lot of people that want me to let some fucking frustrations out. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to release those frustrations in just a few moments now as I mentioned earlier Bobby Lashley would be back for this whole situation now I was watching the pay-per-view okay I was sitting in my bed sick as hell trying to get myself right back in order I saw a clip where I see the Miz having a discussion with MVP now right away the first thing that came to my head is oh my god don't tell me that you're that this dude's gonna go ahead and help out the Miz become champion. Sure enough, it's exactly what happened. So while Drew McIntyre wins his elimination chamber match for the WWE Championship, all of a sudden here comes the almighty Bobby Lashley going in and attacking the Miz, attacking the Miz in every way possible. I'm uh, att- attacking Drew McIntyre. I'm sorry, sorry, beating the living shit out of him, and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? And then. I'm just I'm just lying in my bed, right? And I'm just watching this. I'm I'm sort of paralyzed when you think about it. I'm paralyzed all the way from head to toe. So as this is happening, as this is happening, I go through this little you know here, you know I'm just here. And then all of a sudden I hear the Mrs. music right away and I'm like no. Uh-uh, no. This is not happening. Here comes the Miz Coming down like a little fucking vulture. He comes in and he makes... He obviously comes in and says, does what he does and everything else like that. And holy shit. You've got to be fucking kidding me. So let me get this straight. You're going to sit here. You're going to give me this crap. And have The Miz win the W w e championship are you fucking kidding me you're gonna sit here and tell me this crap about the miz he goes ahead and wins the w w e championship You can imagine how upset I was when I found out about this. Now, I hate to do this. I really hate to do this. But I gotta do it for the sake of the fact that you're gonna hear this for the first time. Alright? You're gonna hear this. You're gonna hate it. I'm gonna hate it. The world's gonna hate it. But I'm gonna feel a little better in just a few moments. You'll know what it is in just a moment. Here's some comments from the... Oh. <coughs> Here's some comments from the... Here are some comments from the... Oh, God, just play it, just play it.
1: Is congr- oh, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations! You don't even need to ask a question. As a matter of fact, go, 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 because this camera is all mine. Understand that I told you so. Whenever someone says I wasn't thinking on their level, I am a master strategist. I think further than anybody else in all of WWE. I didn't just take respect. I demanded it through all the WWE Universe and I could care less if everybody's on the internet going, oh, Miz doesn't deserve it. Oh, Miz shouldn't be WWE Champion. Cry! Go ahead and cry and keep on doing it because that is the fuel that lights my fire. I am your WWE Champion whether you like it or not. Ten years ago, we had an angry Miz girl and I hope and I pray that there are thousands upon thousands, millions of angry Miz girls right here, right now sopping, weeping, Wishing that Drew McIntyre was still their WWE Champion. He is not. I am So this is me saying I am now content being awesome See you at WrestleMania or at Monday Night Raw Whichever I feel like because I'm champion and I do whatever the hell I want
0: Okay I know that there's a lot of people that know how frustrated I am that this had to happen in every way possible. Now, the story doesn't end there. Oh, no. Now, I was going to talk about AEW Revolution, but we're going to save that for a regular time. Oh, and speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen, just to let everybody know, I did have a second announcement. And I'm going to go ahead and reveal the second announcement right here, right now. As this episode is being released, there will be another episode that's going to take place this coming Saturday because we've got a lot we need to talk about this coming Saturday. Saturday night... The main event is going to do another episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. This is just part one of my big return. Part two, we're going to continue our talk discussing everything that happened with AEW Revolution and the ridiculous fireworks that took place at the end of the time. We're also going to talk about the new signee that came to AEW. He was a former WWE Champion or former World's Heavyweight Champion, not to mention the fact that he was also an NWA World Champion. We'll talk about that and so much more and plus... The Inner Circle has lost a member and gained a new friend, but also has a new group coming after him very, very soon. You'll know what that is and so much more. Plus, the weekend um, on that episode, on that very same episode, just to get it out of the way... We are going to check out WWE Fastlane and we're going to be discussing that match and everything else like that, in that particular nature. So, uh, we will talk about some of those matches that happen and we will discuss um, what has happened, uh, what events are going to take place. We're going to be on the road to WrestleMania. We've got some huge, huge news involving. Uh, what's going to happen with the WWE Championship, and also what's going to happen with the uh, Universal Championship at WrestleMania. Huge news, can't wait for it, and so much more. Okay, now we're about to get into this one little detail, and uh, I wanted to go ahead and get this out of the way right now, because I'm going to feel much better, because you're about to hear something that I like to see. Now, I am upset that The Miz is the WWE champion. I admit that. But then he had a debt he had to pay. And he had to pay it to a man by the name of Bobby Lashley. He was out there. He did what he did. He helped out The Miz. He gave him a chance at the WWE championship. And now the championship is at the hands of the supposed, and I call him that, the WWE champion The Miz. But now he must defend his championship against Bobby Lashley. So, the following week after that, on March 8th, it's going to be a date that the main event will never forget. Because on that day, Miz had tried everything in his power, everything in his power, to make sure he held on to the WWE Championship, and he couldn't do it. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The main event is about to have some fun.
1: Kind of game plan the Miz has in mind. I like this by the Miz. You'll know, get on your bike and we'll uh, stay in one place too long. And Miz rolling outside the ring. Remember, the title cannot change hands via countout or disqualification. Miz knows that all too and well. In other words, Miz can't run away like he did last week. Somehow, the Miz is going to have to physically overcome the WWE Champion Bobby Lashley. Well, Lashley trying to corner Miz. Miz again rolls out. Oh, an yeah. right MVP. Oh, and now Lashley, Lashley throwing
0: a hold Okay, wait a minute, just a minute here. Uh, this is not exactly what I was looking for. Um, yeah, I was looking for something a little bit different here. Let me see if I could find, because this took place, obviously, on March 8th, and that's not the one I was looking for. The one I was looking for was, if we can find it. No, that's the championship. No. Where's the one? No, that's not it either. That's not it either. Okay. What I'm trying to look for right now, there is this one match that I'm hoping we'll get a chance to look at, but I don't think it's... Ah! Hear it? No, that's not it. God damn it. Where is it? Okay. Okay. okay well i'm I'm trying I'm desperately trying to look for uh the one match that I'm hoping that we will be able to see, but I don't think it's in here just yet. Let me see what I could find here for What I'm trying to look for right now is I'm trying to look for let's see uh just looking into this real quick. here we go. all right, okay, that's one match that's the March eighth match. Ah, here we go. This is what I'm looking for. Uh, let's see if we can. Um, there we go. All right. All right. We're trying to get into this whole uh, deal right now. Um, I got it playing right. Uh, well, it's not playing right now, but we will get a chance to listen to it right here, right now, and you'll hear. My, here we go. Here we go. I have
1: to say, I did think of something to make sure that the WWE Championship is contested fairly. Allow me to introduce you to...
0: Oh, sorry about that.
1: Oh, a few lumberjacks. Gentlemen. Wow! Uh, hey. <laughs> this is a fair ruling, a lumberjack match as ruled by Shane McMahon. Guys, the purpose of all these superstars is to surround the ring to keep the competitors inside and competing. Shane McMahon say before the break he was trying to think of what kind of match this would be and this is really a smart idea because now there is no escape for The Miz The Miz is going to have to be in that ring and defend his WWE title
0: So The Miz had tried everything in his power to make sure that he kept on to the championship but no matter what even with a set of lumberjacks out there Miz looking like a little fucking bitch he was trying everything in his power to hold on to his title but the hurt business and Bobby Lashley were not going to be denied.
1: Alexander up Let's go protecting your assets, Tom. Here's where find no sympathy. I now center of the ring. Flatliner the miss. no, Lashley wishes a punish the miss. This raining down punishment. This is an all out I can't begin to tell you
0: how many times I've watched this match.
1: Lashley has been envisioning this all night long.
0: got the hurt lock on the Miz Miz
1: is tapping
0: tapping out like a little fucking bitch and almighty Bobby Lashley is now the new WWE champion He wasn't done with the Miz just yet, all I kept saying was, hurt him, break him, make him look like a little fucking
1: bitch.
0: It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. I love it.
1: And this is about making the world see the destruction which he will run on any who oppose him. history of monday night raw and it ends with a new wwe champion bobby lashley
0: it was the most beautiful thing i have ever seen in my fucking life congratulations go out to bobby lashley he is the new wwe champion and mr mike Mazanin. let me just say this because i can and i want to You had your fun. You had your fun, but all I can say is you're no longer the WWE Champion. You're finished. You're done. And we can all move on. And speaking of moving on, part one is officially done. But part two will continue on because, as you know, we got another episode coming up this coming week. So... Be ready this Saturday guys. The main event's going to be talking a lot, including what happened with Bobby Lashley and The Miz, what happened to AEW Revolution, what's going to happen at F at WWE's Fastlane coming. The road to WrestleMania continues and we are just getting started. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of the Main Event Talk podcast and don't worry. I'm not going to show you my line. We'll just wait till this coming Saturday. The main event talk is back and we are better than ever before.